the marinade. There's no O in marinade. Let's try it one more time. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> the marinade. Marrow. Marrow. Marinade. Bone marinade. The marinade. The marinade. With Jason Earl. Welcome to Marinade Moments, the show where I tell stories from a life well attended. On this episode, I'm going to tell the tale as best I remember it of J.J. Gray and Mofro with the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra on October 15th, 2004. Before I get to that story, I want to thank everybody at AVL Fest here in Asheville, North Carolina for having the marinade out to cover this wonderful festival. I also want to thank everybody at Citizen Vinyl, this incredible shop that we're recording this at. They've got a wonderful media lounge here set up for us to cover the festival and if you're ever in Asheville, make sure you hit up Citizen Vinyl. It's just the coolest fucking place. I picked up Mofro's Blackwater CD in Gainesville, Florida while I was still enrolled in college there. The album came out in 2001 and I probably spent $15 on it a year later. At 21, I was Welcome to Marinade Moments, the show where I tell stories from a life well attended. On this episode, I'm going to tell the tale as best I remember it of J.J. Gray and Mofro with the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra on October 15, 2004. I'm recording this episode at Citizen Vinyl in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm covering AVL Fest for the marinade, and I just want to thank everybody at AVL Fest and everybody at Citizen Vinyl for setting up such a comfortable space to do the work that we need to do to cover these incredible experiences. Stay tuned to marinadepodcast.com and all of our social media for updates on AVL Fest. I picked up Mofro's Blackwater CD in Gainesville, Florida while I was still enrolled in college there. The album came out in 2001, and I probably spent like $20 on it a year later. At 21 years old, I was eager for a musical education. Just getting into jazz, John Coltrane being the big entry point, working my way through the blues, which didn't sound much different from the country music on which I was raised, and learning that Bob Dylan was more than just time out of mind. The band is now called J.J. Gray and Mofro, but at that time it was just Mofro. And for those of us who got it, and those of us from a certain place, the name was fitting. They melded so many of the genres I was exploring into something not just uniquely Southern, but specific to the brand of Southern that is Florida. Bands like J.J. Gray and Mofro and Drive-By Truckers were far from the first to comment on life in the South in a way that resonated with those of us who neither identified with its ugly past nor found it irredeemable for its sins, but the way they commented on the tension between the two resonated with me as I was trying to navigate my identity as a young Southern adult. At the time of this performance, I was finishing my bachelor's degree at the University of North Florida and just shy of my 24th birthday. The juxtaposition of J.J. Gray with his shaggy hair and camo trucker hat stage center at the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra was an apt metaphor for my inner dialogue at the moment. There is this swampy, funky, southern country soul band playing the score of my childhood. And here is the pull of a person wanting to shed stereotypes and become sophisticated and thus taken seriously for his intellect. JJ, who never met a stage he didn't love, may have been a bit of a fish out of water at first, but as soon as the orchestra donned their own camo lids, it all somehow felt exactly right. 
The show was more than inspiration for my own evolution. It was a metaphor for the Duval County I knew. You see, I grew up in a small, mid-sized Florida town and really didn't travel outside of the South very much as a kid. So even at 23 years old, Jacksonville felt like the big city. And that feeling persists to inform my defense of Duval to this day. The knee-jerk assessment of Jacksonville as a shithole is silly. and People tell on themselves when they project that drivel. Jacksonville made me the man of the world I am. And for me, no band is less extricable from the area than J.J. Gray and Mofro. Not Skinner, not the Allman Brothers, not Biscuit. Mofro with the symphony was a stroke of genius. Brilliant musicians from different sides of the spectrum united as fitting bedfellows. Almost 20 years have passed since that night, and you know, in recent years, I've continued to attend Mofro shows and come to notice something concerning. It may have always been present, uh, and it may just have been obscured by my own honeysuckle-colored glasses. On the way out of a 2021 J.J. Gray and Mofro performance at the Dr. Phillips Center in Orlando, a small group of guys behind us began to uh, a Let's Go Brandon chant, that snarky, not-so-subtle way MAGA bigots say fuck President Joe Biden. A little over a year later, Mofro's crowd at Spirit of the Swanee Music Park was filled to the brim with MAGA hats. Let's go Brandon flags, all kinds of symbols of hate. It was a jarring juxtaposition for such a gorgeous and loving location. JJ's lyrics have long contained bootstraps language and other small C conservative ideals, but I never thought of his work as political in that way and certainly not a call to hateful action, which begs a different twist on the separating the art from the artist question. To be clear, I don't think JJ Gray is a bigot far from it. One of the things that draws me to JJ and his music is that he sings of joy and love, peace and harmony. His shows are a communal experience. They're an escape from the nastiness that we can see in the world. Any words or images to the contrary feel out of place. And still, I wonder how much responsibility we need to put on artists for the actions of their fans. There was no MAGA movement when Mofro played with the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra for the first time. Hell, the Tea Party was still five years away. I now know that so many of the folks who, like me, came of age feeling as though J.J. Gray's music spoke for them ended up going in some dark directions when Donald Trump came down that escalator. And so as a result, I'm hesitant to go to a J.J. Gray and Mofro show these days. But that doesn't diminish the profound memories of performances past. If you enjoyed this Marinade moment, make sure you subscribe to the Marinade on your podcast app and follow us on social media. Check out our feature episodes of the Marinade with Jason Earl on the same feed. Consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast For just $2 a month, y'all, you can support the show and get Patreon-exclusive content. Once again, I want to thank everybody at AVL Fest. Make sure you stay tuned to all of those channels so that you don't miss any of our coverage of AVL Fest, which has just been an incredible experience so far. Until next time, go out and create something. Cheers, y'all.